What are you so sure about? You got him? Yep. Well, my old lady keeps crying up and down. She wants to go out one of them yachts. Hey. Fuck him! Now, my wife don't like them prices. You gotta do better. I'm a veteran. We don't have anything less expensive, sir. It's a piece of shit! My wife, she don't like them prices. That's the the least expensive yacht I have, sir. Well, what kind of boat is it? It's a 62-foot hatteras. He's full of fucking shit! I know what she wants to see. <laughs> I liked her in the background before that too. Fuck him! I never got into that. Jerky boys. Yeah, I was into crank yankers. And well, the jerky boys paved the path for the crank yankers. They did. Back when prank phone calls or crank phone calls, as some people <laughs> called them, it was an art form. Can't do that it shit anymore. Why? I I don't feel like it works the same. One, most people yeah. don't have landlines. You could call businesses, I guess. It feels like there's caller ID everywhere. And if you call a business, someone will probably answer because it's a business and they're not going to know the number. But if you call someone else and they don't know the number, they're not going to answer. You yeah, answer. That's true. You answer phone calls you don't know, numbers you don't know. <sighs> Every once in a while, just to see. And uh, does it ever pay off? No. Mm. He's full of fucking shit. <laughs> Oops, I did it again. <laughs> Brittany Spears. <laughs> Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to One Topic. My name is Alton Peter. My name is Greg Russ. So what were we saying? We were recording. Uh, We weren't recording. And then you said we should be recording because I got to go to my other job and I still have to get ready. Which chill. How lazy have you been on this Saturday morning? We're recording. Yeah, I was a little hungover. Oh, a little hungover. Well, yeah, just a little. So I've just been like relaxing and like closing my eyes while shows are playing in the background and then opening them back up. I napped at... 11 a.m. <laughs> wow, fun. What Did you get up really early? I got up at 7.30. That's not super early. And then for whatever reason, I ate some leftover pizza. And then 11 a.m., I was tired. And I and it put you to bed. I went and took a nap. I woke up and watched the end of Patriot Games. Not that I like that movie. Or really, have, I don't dislike that movie. I just woke up and you turn on the TV. You're like, oh, I don't know. Right, yeah. This feels good to have on in the background. Which is an important thing these days. Absolutely. I love having very specific things on in the background. (laughs) Yeah, there's TV, things that you're going to engage with, that you're going to pay attention to, and then things you're not going to pay attention to. And even if you're not going to pay attention to that thing, it's still important what it is. Like there's something comforting about Mm -hmm. the proper background TV show. If you put on something that you don't really like or you're not into, even if you're not paying attention, it doesn't it feels weird. It throws off the whole aura of the room. We can't relax. Which is pretty ridiculous. Why does it matter? Yeah, I don't know. I guess because it has to be something that I personally it has to be something I've seen before or I know extremely well. So that I don't have to pay attention, but I know it's there. And you feel like you're not missing out. 
Yeah, I feel like I'm not missing out. A lot of times it's stuff I've seen on YouTube a million times. Or if it's on the TV, it's like, it used to be The Office. But well, now it's, I don't know, different things. I feel like The Office was your go-to for everything. It I was. I feel happy, The Office. I feel sad, The Office. I feel angry. Well, you never felt angry. I can't feel angry, but want to feel angry, The Office. Yeah, just um, disassociate. Did you for TikTok? <laughs> what was it about that show? What about that show is so comforting? It was uh, a tight knit group of friends. Clever. It was well done, so it wasn't totally um, like frivolous, or it wasn't uh, so silly. You know, because there's plenty of stuff. There are plenty of things that are just not as well done, I guess. I don't know. I just, I, I liked it for when I wanted to pay attention to it and feel like it was smart. Uh, and then I guess I didn't have to pay attention to it because I knew everything that was going to happen and the characters are very appealing. And sometimes the way that they focus on different characters is nice, like little A or B stories and stuff. Yeah, it was like a tight-knit group of friends and enemies. Frenemies, because they weren't really enemies. Even the people that they didn't like, like Dwight. It wasn't a tight-knit group. You had a soft spot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he had a... It was tight. He, he, there were some endearing qualities about Dwigged. They weren't uh, tight-knit. They all worked in the same space, a small space. You have to be tight-knit. Tight-knit means like close relationships <laughs> with each other. Yeah, that, that doesn't mean good relationships. just means relationships. Uh, I would say maybe later seasons they you could call them tight knit because they like all came together and sang that song for Michael when he left or like helped plan Michael and Holly's engagement and stuff. But I feel like in the the golden seasons, which I just made that I just said that. When is the golden seasons? Uh. I don't know the numbers. But when, before he left, but also while he was right before he and Holly got uh, engaged. No, I have no clue that any of this happened. Oh. All, all I know about the show is there was the meathead boyfriend, Amy Adams' meathead boyfriend. No, not Amy Adams. <laughs> but they're, si Fisher. They're, they're similar, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, am I wrong in that? No. Is she it, does come on later. She sells purses. Oh, Amy Adams comes on. Wait, I think. Isn't that Amy Adams? I Again, I'm not the person to ask who, ask about The Office. Yes, she comes on and sells purses and dates uh, Jim for a minute. I don't, It's one of those shows. She went to Pisslop Who cares -a. <laughs> it was, It's It's one of those shows that if I really have nothing against. But for whatever reason, if I'm watching something else, like a rerun of Seinfeld, and then it goes into The Office... OCD kicks in. I was like, I need to turn this off before the theme song starts. Huh. And if I, and I have to find something else, like I can't just change the channel. It's a game. And I do the same thing with family guy, especially family guy. And it's kind of sad that the office got to this point because I know that the office, you know, maybe it went on too long, whatever the criticisms are. Mm -hmm. I can't really talk about it. Cause again, I didn't watch that much of it, but I know that it was well-written and beloved. And I guess people would say the same thing about family guy, but uh, yeah, Family Guy comes on. I was like, oh, fuck, fuck, I got to change the channel. And you, But you have to find something else you would watch for the next 30 minutes. Even if you don't, 
you don't have to watch it. But if I pick something that I didn't or wouldn't actually watch, it doesn't count and something bad will happen. So the moment. Oh, are you serious? This is real. Yeah, this is real. So the moment oh, no. uh, Family Guy comes on, Peter's dumbass voice starts. I'm like, oh, shit, I need to uh, hurry. F- turn it off. Turn it off before fucking Lois starts to sing that asinine song. It seems today. I, oh, and oh all you God. see. I, I don't know what it is about Family Guy either. It's like if you were to ask me, really, why do you dislike it so much? When it, during its first run, I liked it. And then it was yeah, canceled. Yeah, it was unique. It was can I think it became I mean everything's got a formula so it's not fair to to judge it it's formulaic uh you know the cutaway scenes Right I don't and and Seth whatever his name is McFarlane Yeah I didn't I liked his Orville show Yeah Well some of it I started watching that new season that came out I was like yeah didn't No re- bueno I don't know didn't really catch me the same way yeah. So there's this idea as like Seth McFarlane, no way. And when he brought back uh, the Cosmos, because he was involved with that with Neil deGrasse Tyson, I was resentful for some reason. Because it was something you would have been interested in, but he his name was associated with <laughs> yeah. it, and so you're mad. Yeah, but again, it's not based on anything. Like yeah. the the creator of uh, Rick and Morty, and not yeah. Dan Harmon, the other guy. Oh. I don't know the other guy's name. Okay, I don't either. But I read an interview once, and he's like, I just wanted, uh, I like the idea of Marty McFly and Doc fucking. And that's the inspiration for this show. He's like, oh, yeah, you're real fucking cool. Yeah. And, you know, he seemed to be pretty full of himself. And I feel as though there was a reason to not like him. Yeah, I don't feel like that with Seth MacFarlane, though. Exactly. That's my point. I don't know. I don't know where it came from or why. Hmm. Okay. I think he... Uh, again, I don't, I don't know. I think it's probably a case of the people who liked family guy. There's that. It turned into such a thing that everybody who see, like was quoting it and talking about it. And it's like, all right, that's enough. Which people did with the Simpsons at first. Simpsons was a phenomenon phenomenon. I mean, yes, it did uh, just the commercial elements of it where you yeah. had Bart, Eat my shorts, T-shirts. Don't have a cow. Nobody better lay a finger on my butterfinger. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was all over the place, and that's a very good reason to hate that show. The shameless capitalism surrounding it. Yeah, make, make your money. Make it's the money. 90s. Yes, the time of indulgence. Oh, the Bartman! I loved my Simpsons Sing the Blues tape. <laughs> that was so good. I learned about jazz. And all the video games, Bart versus the space aliens was very difficult for NES. (laughs) And the arcade game is the one everyone loved. But nobody would play Marge, huh? (sighs) She had a vacuum. I didn't know that. You got to play Lisa, Bart, Homer, or Marge. Maggie was around, but you couldn't play as Maggie. It was a, you know, you ever play the Ninja Turtles arcade game? Yeah. It's, It's basically the same. Oh, okay. It's a scrolling game. Four people can play at once. The enemies are on the screen. You can team up with each other and do. Who are the enemies? Like Skinner? Principal Chalmers? <laughs> Vice Principal Chalmers? <laughs> Superintendent Chalmers. Uh, who were the big battles? Burns. Yeah. Bosses. Oh, maybe like that alien, those aliens? Kronos. Uh, the bosses were Professor... Werner von Braun, 
oh. a, a crusty balloon, a crusty <laughs> land. Okay. So the levels were downtown, crusty land, crypt, elevator, most tavern, uh, butte. Well, what is that? Is that where the gorge is? I have no clue. Yeah, I thought a butte was like something about a, like, a looking over a surface. There's a level where there's a, a you're on a butte, dreamland. Then okay. you're at uh, Channel Six News Station. <laughs> Kent Brockman. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you fight a robot there apparently. Ooh, fun. Uh, yeah. So just like the, like in the third level, big goon boss. It's just a guy. And then drunk man, you fight at Moe's Tavern, and then you fight a bear on the butte and a bowling ball in the dream world. It's kind of drunk strange. Drunk man? It's not Barney? No, it's not Barney. It's just called Drunk Man. Maybe Barney's oh. too beloved, and they don't want people to fight Barney. Hi! Uh, you do fight Burns at the end, though, in a robot suit. <laughs> in, okay. sev- in several phases. But you have to <laughs> fight Smithers first. Anyway. Oh, right. You have to get through. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Anyway, jumping back. Uh, Rick and Morty. Never watched it. Never will. And that guy got kicked off the show, right? I think so. I tried to watch it, <clears throat> and I could not get into it. What were your thoughts? Why couldn't you get into it? I didn't think it was that funny. And uh, it just didn't. I don't know. I, I didn't like the sound of it. Like the sound of it bothered me, like that kid's voice, and then him like bleh, burping, it, like retching and stuff. I don't. It's gross. I, I think, don't know. I think people like it because it crosses lines, right? Which shows, which can be interesting. I get it. Which shows have done before. Yeah. I'm looking here. Unpopular opinion, of course. On subreddit, there is someone who says, I don't find Rick and Morty funny. And not that I mean to use Reddit for our show content. I'm not BuzzFeed. I just knew <laughs> yes, it was, I just knew it was going to be there. Yeah. And uh, surprisingly, the first response is a person says, I find it funny, but it's okay that you don't. And someone's like, wow, a Rick and Morty fan who doesn't immediately <laughs> jump down the throat of a person who doesn't like the show. True. <laughs> it is funny that people get so defensive. If yeah. They, why is that? Where does that come from? Well, if you really like something, yeah, it speaks to you and you feel connected to it in some way. And someone else says that they think it sucks. Yeah, in essence, just, you know, they're not it's like saying a denial you of your own self or something. Yeah, they're not saying that you suck because the show does, but you yeah. you turn it into that. Like, but I like it so much, so there's it's impossible for me to separate myself. Yeah. So fuck I, you, man. You're just too fucking dumb to get it. <laughs> I have felt, you know, the start of that feeling. You know, if I talk about something I like and then someone says, I don't like that, you're like, what? <laughs> and then I guess it does make you, maybe you people get mad because it makes you question your own taste. That's why I don't talk music with people. I've brought yeah. this up on the show before, but there, people have such strong opinions on music that there's music I like, but people are so snobbish about it mm-hmm. that if you say, oh, I like this, like, oh, that's the fucking lamest shit ever. <laughs> Like, okay, look, it doesn't matter. What are we going to get out of this conversation? If you were actually talking about the music itself and, you know, the songs and how they were built and the thought that went, that's one thing. But for the most part, people just like to say, oh, I love this band and that band's stupid. So, I don't know if, if, if the point is 
like I, what's the point of being so staunch in your stance i guess is what i'm asking staunch stance staunch stance Maybe i that's... think um it's uh i i i feel very understanding and uh trying to figure out other people's points of view and whatever mental states when we're talking about music except when it comes to terrible terrible country music and then i'm like no you're wrong for liking it. So yeah, you think the person who likes country music is an idiot? Somewhere, in, somewhere you do because you think that yeah. the, the lyrics with country music, the music itself, is basic and simple, and the subject matter is trivial, similar right. to this show, <laughs> similar to our <laughs> podcast, and mundane. I guess so. Yeah, something. Maybe we're the country music of podcasts. No but, way. But you say, eh, you know what? That's that's fine. No, if we were the country music of podcasts, we would talk about like sappy things and like. Oh, you don't think we've talked about sappy things? Do we? You don't think that's come up? I'm sure there's plenty of people who listen to the show and like the psycho babble and the sappy feeling bullshit. Nah. The country music of podcasts. I'm going to start promoting the show. Oh, please don't do that. I can't change because the tags online, though. Don't change. Don't don't do that. Don't even speak it into existence. <laughs> We're at the well, you're lucky because online when I, I tried to tag the show last week thinking, you know what? Tagging the show is probably helpful because when people do general searches, we can pop up. Right. But uh, our hosting site says we're at our limit. And if we delete any, it deletes them from all past shows, which but you can pay you more. mean when you upload the show and that thing on the that little box yeah, thing, yeah what really yeah i've deleted that plenty of times it's never said that well it told me it's like you can delete tags it's going to leave all shows previously i guess it just replaces them huh as generic tags weird because the one show we did about the uh, diabetes drug that you use to lose weight yeah monsanto mm-hmm bomberno what <laughs> mungle jerry when, when is the name? Monjaro. Yeah. the uh, That one got huge numbers because I assume that, you know, that's a trend and people were looking that up directly. And because it yeah. was the title of the show before I had to change the title of the show because you thought, uh, well, never mind. I want to talk about it just in case it ruins some future opportunity for Maybe you. Maybe you should change it back. <laughs> <laughs> so people start searching it again. <clears throat> yeah. So if people do, then they can just find it again because I don't have the... Uh... The thing that I had to not talk the about. The conflict of interest. Yes. The possible conflict of interest. Mm -hmm. right, maybe I'll change it back. But that goes to show that the title of the show, and I get uh, pretty vague sometimes with the show titles. Yeah, maybe we do need to make it. We should just put in words like boobs. Esoteric. It's like, who would understand the title that title? Uh, I don't know, just those two. Yeah, boobs. <laughs> well, I mean, we've talked about that before. That breasts was one of the. Oh yeah, ones. and it got really good. <laughs> See. Yeah, because <laughs> people are so predictable. No one's that smart. The people who uh, you got to be really smart to understand Rick and Morty. No, you don't. No, I'm not missing anything. I feel pretty smart, and I don't. Uh, oh. I mean, as far as entertainment goes, and like understanding things, and I'm not saying it's not funny or good. It just I don't think you have to be smart to understand or to think Rick and Morty is good. It's subjective. Yeah, it's subjective. It's just not my, it's not my cup of tea. You like it, you don't like it. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I just wanted Marty and Doctor Fuck. That was the idea, but, but it was that guy. He's just was, being 
it was, but it was difficult to sell that to people. So I had to modify it a bit. I think saying things, I think that also bothers me that it's just a blatant ripoff of back to the future. Mm. I mean, I think the show itself isn't, but the characters are so obviously based on those two. Right. And I'm very protective of BT TF. (laughs) What came up the other day on the radio show? Eric was saying that, Marty McFly, I mean, uh, uh, Michael J. Fox. That Michael J. Fox, when they were they were talking about doing a a fourth Back to the Future, and I said that Michael J. Fox's Parkinson's, I think, would like prevent him from doing it. Is is there a rumor of Back to the Future four? I think so. No, there's no reason for it. Just let them. Well, of course, there's never a reason for it. There was never a reason for three, but in all fairness, three was supposed to be part of two. It was just one long fucking right. movie. Three's good. I like three. You like the West. Yeah, I love that. That's my favorite one. It's your favorite one. Yes. I think two is underrated. I don't know why people don't like two. I don't like, again, Biff is so gross in that one. I, who cares? He's the bad guy. I know, but I don't like looking at him. I think it's kind of cool that he has to go back to 1955 where he already is from the first movie. No, that is cool. I get it. I just think I just love I kind of like the Old West stuff. I like the way it all looks. I think because I liked um, Three Amigos growing up so much. You're, you're <laughs> so just I, I kind of impartial to that Western. You're just into the West. Yeah. I think he took his wallet. Did you take his wallet? I think he took his wallet. That's from Back to the Future, too, when Marty takes the sports almanac out of Biff's coat after his dad knocks him out. And then some guy who came over to help, was like, I think he oh. took his wallet. It's a stupid line, but I don't know why it sticks in my brain. <laughs> it's like one of those throwaway lines. It doesn't matter. It is, offers nothing. It's not clever. It's not funny. But for whatever reason, it just lives in my mind. Oh, there's all kinds of lines like that in movies. I think he took his wallet. But don't you think that, I mean, his Parkinson's is severe i don't think that he could do it i don't think he could perform i mean is christopher lloyd gonna come back exactly he'd have they'd have to but that's why that's what eric was saying it was like well they would just do a a total reboot or whatever but there's no way that they wouldn't be um cameoed or something and then i respect christopher lloyd enough that he wouldn't do it and then i just don't think that uh michael j fox could how old was Doc's supposed to be in the first Back to the Future. Like, it's not stated. <sighs> That's a great question. Because in my mind, he was old. And I know that they made him look older than he actually was for that role. In real life, he was 40. He was born in 38. The books confirm Doc was born in 1920, meaning he was 65 in 1985. <laughs> okay, so he's supposed <laughs> to be 65 in the movie. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was in... Uh, what year was it? What do you mean? Uh, so yeah, he was seventy. Okay. okay. Oh, I don't know what kind of math you're trying to do. So Doc is he? He's ninety-five in the West. No, because he's still. The, the actual movies themselves, I think, happen over the course of like a couple days. 
But well, he they, spent they, years they, with Clara. Oh, yeah. And, oh, you're right. So, I mean, okay. So the movies themselves, when I say that, it goes, it's the span of a couple of days in 1985. But they obviously, right. they spend some time in 19, or 1885 because they have to wait for the train. Right. And, and they have kids. And yeah, he had been there. That kid's got to be like 10. No, but so by the time Marty got the note in Back to the Future 2, Doc had said that he had settled there. And I forget how long it had been, but it didn't. <sighs> but he wasn't there that long because he was killed pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. So. Oh. So let's think back, though. So Marty, at the end of the first movie, returns to 1985. Doc pulls into the driveway and says, oh, my God, we got to do something about your kids, even though his whole thing was we don't fuck with anything when it comes to time travel. He suddenly makes this weird exception about Marty's kids in the future and is so panicked about it. Like, it's also a thing where because it was in the future, he could have just said, hey, look, I was in the future and I saw this about your kids. You, know, you may want to watch out for that when the time comes. <laughs> right. There was no reason to go into the future. And metal. But so that was the same day. Okay. And then <clears throat> that was the same day. They go into the future. They come back. I mean, they weren't in the future that long. If you spend years in a different uh time he's the same age it's it's like i think he's i when he's in the old west i think that he's like three weeks older than he was or two weeks older than he was in the first movie because they go into the future they come back the future has been changed they say oh my god we have to go back to 1955 because i figured out that's where biff took the almanac so doc goes with marty and then at the end of that movie he's zapped into the past by the lightning. So it's all, it's like, right. He's, and then he was in the old West for a week or something. And then they waited another week. So no, he wasn't 95. He was 65 still, I think, unless he had a okay. birthday or seven. He's got to be 70 something by then. There was a lot of, by when, when he comes, Oh, he's in the West. Oh, so you're talking about when he appears at the very end, when he has the he, kids. Yeah. I'm talking about the very end. Okay. When he comes on the train, that's what I'm saying. He's got to be in his 90s. No, because he was still 65 and he met Clara and he got left in the West because he had to save her with the hoverboard and then Marty went into the future and then he had to build that train and shit. And I'm going to say that took a while and he, <laughs> and he did have those kids. But let's just add, even if you add 10 years on, he's 75 uh -huh. at that point. But I, I bet he's still like 69, okay. maybe he's 71. He looks like 40s in the West. He doesn't look old enough. Well, because in real life, he was 40. He was born in 38, Christopher oh, Lloyd, okay. which I, th I think it's funny that Christopher Lloyd has now come up again after we dedicated a whole episode to him <laughs> once. <laughs> we love him. So <laughs> so if that movie shot in 84, let's say, released in uh -huh. 85. Yeah, he was 46. Man, he was 45, he was 45, 46 when they were they made shooting. him 60. <laughs> so insulting. Well, it's, that, that, it threw off my perception of Christopher Lloyd because right. I always just imagine him as old. And not that he looks super old when you watch the movie now, but as a kid, it's like he has gray hair. And it's like, yeah, that's an old man. And I yeah. didn't even think about them making him older than he actually was. So like for so long, I was like, man, Christopher Lloyd's just been old forever. Right. But he was only a few years older than us. And now look at him. 84 now years old. Yeah, he's 80 something now. 
He's 84 now. Born in October. And how dare you? Oh, I want Doc to fuck Marty. That's insulting to Christopher Lloyd directly. You piece of shit who will not be named, mostly because but I don't he know your name. didn't say that because I don't feel like he actually believes that. He was just saying it to be controversial and weird. Don't you think? That sounds like somebody who doesn't want to be interviewed and is just saying things. Oh, I don't know. If Actually, if you look him up, I don't want to yeah. say his name. People know his name, but if you look up a picture of him. Ugh. He looks like somebody who would mean that? Yeah. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Yes, okay. so he's certainly someone who would mean that. Mm, that's lame. And there he is, hugging Dan Harmon, who I strangely feel like I know. Why do you feel like you know him? Even though I don't, because his wife... Is someone that I oh, that's right. went on one date with yeah. once. You're connected spiritually was, somehow with him. It wasn't his wife you've at met, the time. You've almost met him in many lifetimes. I, I He was a guy who wasn't really on my radar, and I know he did that show that everyone loves. What? The one we're talking about? No, he did that network show that I can never remember if it's Parks and Rec or Community. Like, so that's the same show to me. Oh, it the same show? They're different? I mean, I know they're yeah. different. I know they're different, but I have no clue what the subject matter of either is. Oh, he did Community. All right. Community was great. Really? I would have guessed Parks and Rec if I had to. I have, see, I have zero idea. I don't... Parks and Rec is really uh, tainted for me because I fell so out of love with Chris Pratt. As did most of the world. Mm-hmm. Man, he did community. What is community about? It's about uh, people f um, in a study group in a community college. <laughs> I had no fucking clue. Yeah. It's really good. So that's it's really clever. It's not a show I would put on in the background. No, because you should watch it first and then you could put it on in the background. It's what it's a future put it on in the background show. You should you should figure out. You know, with Law and Order, I won't put on the original. The, uh, the original unsettles me, but if it's SVU, which is really horrific subject matter, that one, <laughs> that one, I'm okay with. I've never watched in. a second of Law and Order. Well, you're missing out. You should watch Criminal Intent, the one with D'Onofrio. He's always, he's always several heps, steps ahead of the criminals. They think he's only one step ahead, but he's, he's playing a game Ooh. of 4D chess, and he lures them right into his trap so they admit He's very smart, but because I he's so smart. I do love Vincent D'Onofrio. Well, he's so smart. Uh, he's such a weirdo. No, but in the show, he's so smart that, you know, he's going to clash with his superiors. Uh-huh. The structure of a traditional police department doesn't really work well for him. He needs to be able to work his way. And that causes a lot of problems. Did you ever see the breakup with Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, the one where uh, they released set photos of her boobs. <gasps> they did? Which I'm surprised that she wasn't covered up. Like there's a scene in the movie where it's it, the she walks naked. Yeah, the frame cuts off right above. Yeah, her chest, and somebody leaked the full thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, who does that? But also, why was she? I mean, again. Yeah, she should have had those like fleshy pasties on or something. Yeah, but she didn't. There's no need to do that is what I'm saying. You should trust that if I'm not going to shoot it that way, yeah. that, uh, you know, I can trust that something's not going to be leaked. And some creepo. I wonder if he got paid. 
Where do you even go for something like that? Go for what do you mean? Like if you're, uh, it's weird to talk about because I don't really, I'm just, <laughs> if you're the guy, surely a guy who stole oh, the photos. Oh, where do you release it? Like where, if you want to make money, who do you reach out to? Uh, you, you, uh, a shitty magazine, you know? And you don't feel like a scum when you're writing the email? Hey, I've got nudes of topless <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. I guess if you want some money, yeah, you suck. What a violation. But she's on topless beaches and stuff, so I don't think she cares that much. Maybe I mean, maybe she doesn't care. But yes, it is a violation of her, you know, trust. Yeah, maybe she doesn't care overall in general, but the principle of the matter and the way it happened. Yes. Well, the point is, is that uh, I think Vincent D'Onofrio's in that movie. Now I'm afraid that he wasn't. I don't know. Is he? Break up. Vincent D'Onofrio in The Breakup. It says he is. I don't know what his role is. Yeah, was. he's a brother. Is he? Yeah, he's one of the brothers that like runs that uh, bus tour with Vince Vaughn. Oh, yeah. There he is. And he is so weird in that movie. I don't know what his motivation was, but he is like full metal jacket the cell like weird in that movie. I mean, he's weird in general. I, I paused cause I was just looking at pictures of him. Yeah. I was just surprised that he was so odd. I was like, why is he playing this so weird next to, you know, the charming Vince Vaughn. He was, he was good looking at some point. Was he? D'Onofrio? Yeah. There were points. Yeah. I think he's, he's good looking. The nice kingpin. In the Daredevil series, and then the crossover in the Hawkeye series. Did you know that he's in the MCU? Oh, I d yes, I did hear that. Um, who plays the Hulk now? Ruffalo. Yes, I get those two confused. <laughs> D'Onofrio and Ruffalo. Just their faces, like especially like thin Vincent D'Onofrio, and a bit younger. Yeah, I guess I could kind of see it. I eh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. You know, like how some people can't tell the difference between like, um, I don't know, uh, <laughs> Julia like Roberts Amy Adams and, and other actresses. Like, yeah, Amy yeah. Adams and what's her name? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like they, they're just the same face in my brain. I can't. Well, I don't need, I don't feel a need to put you down for that. Uh, you can have it. Thank you. No skin off my back if you think that they look the same. And I'm saying I, upon glance and when he's younger, I can I can see it. Like if I look yeah. out of the corner of my eye where it's really blurry, the blurriest uh -huh. part of my peripheral vision. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, it's rough. Oh, no, it's D'Onofrio. Right. And if D'Onofrio is like wearing glasses. It's it, it's there. Yeah, it's there. Thank you. So anyway, this this episode turned into another pop culture type. I, I, all I, I, what are we going to do, Greg? What do you mean? Well, we're just chatting. Well, the last last week we had a show about lines. We yeah. didn't talk about lines of coke. True. We could have done that, but we didn't. But I'm glad we didn't. You know, it was an episode. Is it okay that we're just chatting, you think? I think it's a misrepresentation of the show. It is. It's called One Topic. And I say in the beginning where we stick to One Topic. I know. You always say that, but I think we went into this one. 
without a topic. You just said we have to roll. Yeah. And in the past, we used to come up with topics beforehand. Yeah. I'd say let's do let's, the next topic should be cell phones. <laughs> Before it was, hey, what are we talking about? Okay, here you got a day to think about this. Yeah. And come up with some stuff. And now it's, uh, what are we talking about? Okay, and we roll with it if we have something. But when I'm told, I gotta get ready for work, hey, we just start. Don't put that on me. So here we are, just talking about TV. Like every other podcast out there. Uh, don't get all freaked out like the audience thinks anything. If they like our show, then they listen. No, I am I am freaking out now. You are? Stop it. I think we should delete everything that we've recorded so far. Oh, right now? Yeah. This episode? Start over. Okay. Because that was just supposed to be a quick setup. I don't, I don't know what it was going to roll into. But yeah. Then it, it took us down. A Back to the Future recap. <laughs> we had questions. We had to have them. We Trying had to, to figure out them. how old uh, Doc was. Which, look, that's valuable information. I find it to be informative. I do too. And entertaining. What I were really we talking you were about? Play the music. <laughs> oh, no. I used to have uh, the. What was it? What was the name of the ringtones you could get for your Nokia phone? Oh, like the, like the frog thing? and Well, there was like the simple MIDI tones, uh-huh. but then you could get like a, a fancier one. Yeah. And I had the Back to the Future and I paid for it. And I don't oh, even, yeah. I don't remember how you would get it on your phone at that point. I think you would download it from Apple and then you'd have to connect your phone to your computer. Remember? And like sync it. <laughs> I think <laughs> something like that. Man, my uh it's wild. I uh well no, we can't talk about this now because this, this is next week's topic. What it what? Cell phones. No, that next week's topic's not going to be about cell phones because I'm going to be in Ireland, so it's probably going to have something to do oh, with yeah. that. Oh yeah. Cuz I leave on Monday and I still have to pack. Yeah, why are you going to Ireland again? And just for the hell of it. My friend Matt had a bunch of points on Delta, his credit uh-huh. card, and uh, he said, you want to go? <laughs> he said, do you, do you want to go? I'll book your ticket. I said, sure. He's the same one who gave me the $300 flight credit Amazing to go to Atlanta. And so he booked the tickets, and uh, off we go. And I have to drive on the wrong side of the road. Like... I'm getting him back because there were his points. So in the long run, it probably will cost the same, if not more because of overcompensation than if I just bought my own plane ticket. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I, you know, it's like, hey, let me get you back. Let me get, you know, some hotel. Right. Yeah. Because the first four nights we're driving around and staying in a different place every night. And then the last four nights we're just going to be in Dublin. So you've organized like where you're staying every night? Yeah, except for the second night. I think that's still just play it by ear because, you know, wow. we'll find a place. There's places yeah, to stay. But that's so cool. So we're landing, red-eye flight, have to drive to Cork. Cork. From, from Dublin, which is, I don't remember, three hours? Something, but I'm going to be tired and I'm going to be driving on the wrong side of the road. Uh, or the yeah. other side because it's not the wrong side. Here, if we drove on the left side, it's the wrong side. But there, it's the right side, but not literally the right side. 
the correct <laughs> side. I think there's nothing wrong with changing your verbiage to be. If you say the wrong side, then it makes it seem like they're wrong. You're exactly. Putting, you're putting something and on them. Who are we to say that they're wrong? That's why I said that. I said, no, it's not the wrong side of the road. But I've I never. Know, I like it. I've never done Don't. this before. And I've done I was what before? Driven on the left side of the road. Oh. In a car where the driver's seat is where the passenger seat usually is. And I was, I've been reading about it because everyone's like, ah, you adjust pretty quickly. But I feel like when I was in, in England, just crossing the street, you know, you, you come up to a street, you look left first, then you look right. And there you need to look right first and then left. And I would just forget to do that. And I almost got caught. I mean, it hit. I guess that's being caught, but almost got it hit. It sounds very British of you to say, caught yeah. by a car. I almost got caught by a car. And uh, I worry that this is going to come into play, that your brain, and it's also a stick shift. Yeah. So I have to shift with my left hand. I've never done that before. And you'll, yeah, you'll be tired. You have to make sure you sleep on the plane. It's almost impossible to sleep on the plane. It's so it's uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. Your neck hurts. And I'm not going to get one of those neck pillows. Eh, get a neck pillow. I Every time I go to the Delta app, uh, you know, they try to upsell you on the seat. Uh-huh. And it's like fly Delta one, which is their first class lie flat seat. <gasps> yeah. For and, how much more? Oh, well, it was $3,500 oh. more. <laughs> and then as the flight gets closer, it dropped to four. Five hundred dollars more. <gasps> five hundred bucks. I did still I, no, but it's only a six and a half hour flight. It's like, you know. But you'll be, but you, you'll be driving. <laughs> Have you ever uh, lied completely flat on a plane? No, that's why I really want you to do it. I, I, when we flew to Portugal for work, we flew first class, <gasps> and that's so cool. I, I did this. The reason we, it doesn't matter. The reason it was worth it. The reason we could justify is because we were traveling with such equipment. When you fly first class, you get like free check bags and right. So the cost of the first class was the cheaper. Same as just yeah, or cheaper, yeah. Yeah, because and for the most part, I I feel like a real asshole sitting in first class. I hate getting because you get on the plane first, and then everyone has to walk past you. And Ooh. you know, most first class people like to make eye contact so that you know that they <laughs> are better than them. Yes, you're right. I mean, they That's are better. They are better than you. That's what I meant. So you know that they are better than you. Mm-hmm. And I told you this one time we deplaned, and the exit door was behind first class, and we were in. Right. We were in the first class, and one of the flight attendants had their arm out, blocking everyone in coach, so the first class people could get off first. Oh, I put my head down in shame like, as I'm I sorry. as I exited I'm so the plane. Sorry. Yeah, it's disgusting. Like you wait for these people. It's like the fucking carpet they've got at Delta, where if you're one of their preferred customers, you get to walk on the red carpet, and if you're the lesser than customer, you have to walk on the blue carpet. And there's the stanchion there with the rope, and like you're ultimately going to the same <laughs> ticket checker, right? But Nothing you, has changed. You have to walk on the blue carpet because you're in coach. It's fuck you. Like that. And it's, I can understand if you pay more, you get off the plane first. That's what people want. Maybe it's part of this. But what the fuck's the rug there for? That's, that's just rubbing it in. Well, and it also seems even if, okay, I understand being sort of insulted and, but it, the fact that it is so arbitrary makes it even 
less important. You're like, okay, I'm walking on a carpet. It's different than yours. <laughs> I fucking hate Like I, I walk up and I put my foot on the other one. I like, wipe my foot on the other <laughs> carpet. I was like, look at this. What are you doing? I'm putting my foot on your rug and I'm wiping. Nobody cares though. I'm wiping my dirty. You're the only shit. one who cares. Why? Then why does it exist? Clearly somebody cares. Right. But those people are stupid. Clearly somebody somewhere cares. Ooh, what luxury. Mm-hmm, different carpet. Mm. It's absolutely Oh, disgusting. you rubes can stay on the blue carpet. Uh, you're out of your mind if you think that people don't think that. They love it. Oh, my God. The way they're sitting there in first class sipping their drinks that they get before anyone else is allowed on. Uh, we'd like to welcome our Delta. Yeah. I, I don't. They don't call them first class, whatever it is. No, like Delta preferred members. Yeah, it's like, they get on the plane, then you wait five minutes because they're being served. They're getting their hot towels. Oh, my towel's so hot. And then you get on the plane, and the people like to watch. They watch. I mean, I work in Annapolis, and there are some rich white idiots that exist there. And I was at a bar, and oh, there was <laughs> there were two bathrooms. And there were signs that were posted like this way is a bathroom and that way is a bathroom. And these two ladies were just standing there and um, I walked past them because they were just chatting in the hallway. And I went to the door of the bathroom like there's a line. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you guys were just chatting. And then I just stood there. I was like waiting for one of them to go look at the other bathroom. I was like, I think there's another bathroom around the corner. She's like, oh. And then the other person checked. Oh, no, the other person stood there for a minute and was talking to me about, like, you would think a place like this would have more than a, two bathrooms. And it's a bar. Like, when, eh. What did you say? I was like, yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, I was thinking, you know, bitch, whatever. Why are you talking to me about <laughs> this? You're entitled to a bathroom? Shut up. Yes. And then she went to check the door and it was actually open. So both of them were standing there like idiots. And two bathrooms were open. <laughs> I was like, you rich idiot bitch. But you could tell that they were very rich because just the clothes that they were wearing were really odd. Like one lady was wearing a hat, you know, like those brimmed hats, <laughs> you know, and like she was wearing like um, they were camel colored boots, but they also had like fur around the top, like white fur. And they were she just looked very wealthy and you could tell by their faces too. They were like, do you think they were expensive boots? Yeah. What brand? Oh, I have no clue, but I just mean it's, it looks like one of those boots that you could get at target that are actually sort of copying the, the knockoff. Yeah. I don't the expensive looking, whatever <laughs> you can't afford. As I've grown older, I've come to appreciate quality clothing. Yeah. Not designer. Like there is clothing that is clearly made better than other clothing and you sure. know it's going to last and it fits better and I'm willing to pay a bit more for that. You get into designer territory, that is just showing off, right? It's showboating. Right. It's like quite often it's not made so well, but it's got the name attached to it. Or it's not even appealing looking. It's just you know that it's this. Yeah. But there's something within that. Like those Yeezys. I think those Yeezy shoes are just the ugliest they are but it's I've ever seen in my life they are but it's a status thing right and sometimes i think the designer uh, who knows with <laughs> with him yay uh but in like i think of jinkos uh-huh uh 
I like to think that there was just a guy. He's like, I fucking hate teenagers. I hate them. <laughs> I'm going to make them look as stupid yeah. as I can. I'm going to come up with the dumbest fucking. I know that's not the way it worked, but I like the idea of. Yeah. I'm just going to come up with the dumbest fucking thing and market them. And it's going to become a sign like a, a, a granted. It wasn't mainstream across the board. It was mainstream enough where it grew out of like a skater culture to the yeah. poser skaters. But people used it as a means to express kind sure. of who you were. This is, you know, you can kind of gauge my personality and who I am based on these fucking pants. Absolutely. And I think designers, it's like, make it fucking ugly. People will buy it because it's me. But don't you think the Jinkos were a play on what was happening with baggy pants? And they were like, it was almost like a, an artist's, like artistic response. Like, we're just going to make them as huge as we can. And then it just got actually kind of popular. I feel like it's more like an arms race where <laughs> one company, Kickwear, is like, make them bigger. And then Jinko's yeah. like, make it bigger. And then Kickwear's like, bigger. And they just kept going back and forth. Yeah. Until it was the most. Because. What were uh, they called? Like, Elephant? Trump? Elephant? There was. It's funny. I drew a line. Because uh-huh. I, 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 I had Jinkos, but I was like, "No, I will. I'm stopping at a uh, 28 inch leg. <laughs> I said, I'm not going. I'm not going any bigger than that." No, I mean going past 28. I mean that's ridiculous. Maybe it was 24, but I remember the stupid pair that uh, I still had when I first started interning at the radio station. The back pocket, uh-huh. like went all oh, the way down, yeah. went all the way down to the back of my knee. So, so cool. <laughs> so my wallet would be in there and I had to dig all the way down <laughs> to pull the fucking thing. I didn't think about needing to get something out of the pocket. <laughs> I also had a uh, Velcro Hawaiian print wallet at the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. What the fuck? I, you got to. You got to be young. You got to make mistakes. <sighs> yeah. At least you being young. Find like, these things about yourself, you know? Yeah, how old's the woman you were talking to? Probably your age, but just rich. No, she was probably 57. Oh, so much older. Yeah. Rich old bitch. One thing I don't understand, and somebody's going to maybe get angry about this, but there are reasons for it. It's like expensive luggage. It's like, who fucking cares? Oh, yeah. As long as it gets my stuff where it needs to go and it protects it. It gets banged up. Yeah, they beat the the shit out of that. Right. So don't get something that you You care so much about. You think the man on the tarmac sees a Louis Vuitton and says Vuitton? I don't know. Louis Vuitton. And says, oh, my God, I need to protect this. Or Mark Jacobs or Coach. Coach. They don't give a shit. But why? Let's, let's see what the answer is. Why do people buy expensive? It's kind of just I'm a jet setter. Well, not expensive. You need to say like designer. Because expensive luggage can be expensive luggage. But designer. All right. So I guess it's similar to clothing where there's expensive luggage that is just more durable and functional. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's expensive. And yes, we right. get into the designer territory where you're uh, shipping your Louis Vuitton trunk. <laughs> <laughs> why it's always worth more spending on high quality luggage. I don't know. I have a it's like a hard plastic suitcase that I've had for a long time mm-hmm. and it works just fine. So I don't, I don't see a need to swap it out, and I'm not going to. Maybe if you're really rich and you're traveling a lot, it would be different. Maybe. Yeah. I can't say. Yeah, somebody's laughing. I travel several times a month, man. 
and your suitcase would not last three months with my travel schedule. I have so Ugh. many points. I hoard them. I don't spend my points. I just hoard them. Oh, I want someone to donate their points to me. Here Give you, me your points, Gypsy. Here you are on the show again, begging. <laughs> Please. You already sent me money before to my Give me stuff. cash app. The first class, sorry, the Delta One is still $499. Do you think it'll get cheaper? No. Uh, let's see how many seats are left. What if I accidentally purchase it? I think you have to purchase. Then you would be gl you'd be glad, I bet. Be I like, think Oops. you have to purchase two, though. Meaning, I couldn't just leave Matt in the back. He did get us exit row. So we do have some oh, all extra right. That's room. Not so bad. Delta Comfort, which I think is the old style first class. Right. That's 399 What? That's $100 difference? Yeah, I, think I would certainly lay lie flat for an yeah. extra $100, but I don't want to spend any of it. Yeah. But they've got four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. They have thirteen Delta One seats left. I don't know if it goes lower. I think that they they themselves they get really like Airbnb hosts, uh, where they have a price listed. You're booking the day before. You say, hey, can you drop that price a little bit? Because your cleaning fee is four hundred dollars, <laughs> and you know I I want an affordable place. And like, no, can't do that. It's like, oh, so you'd rather have zero money. And I get that there's costs involved. There's still, you still have to pay the, but it's like, like I'm not asking you to, to go down to $20 a night or something. It's like, say you're at 200 and I'm saying, well, you go to 150. Right. Like, I can't do that. Sorry. It's like, so you'd rather have, like, there's a principle. Maybe that's just a minimum of what it takes to. I don't. If it's, a, if it's a one-night stay or something, sure. But I, you know, I'm talking about I'm going to be here four nights. Right. I can't do it. And I guess if somebody came in the next night and booked three nights, that it would average out and it'd be worth it. It would be the same. But Yeah, you're just gambling. And look, I'm a person who understands the principle of the matter, drives a lot of the shit that I do. But an instance like that, if the person was polite about it and didn't act entitled, because I feel somewhat embarrassed to ask but it's also like i'm respectful when i ask i don't i don't oh, act wait, like yeah, yeah. i'm like you like, this place is a piece of shit and it should only be 150 yeah i don't i'm like you need to do this because obviously you aren't renting it and it's like hey i'm just you know i'm looking for this I'm, i have a little yeah. bit of a budget i like the look of this place i'm familiar with the neighborhood blah blah can i can't do it and i think that this uh, seat's probably the same somewhere like i'd rather it be empty than let the plebes come in for cheaper Nah. Well, we have a duty to the people who paid thirty five hundred fucking dollars for the what the fuck is that price? That price that was three thousand four hundred mm -hmm. five hundred. I forget what it was exactly. Oh, because, like you, I think you've said that businesses pay that and they just write it off so they can charge whatever they want. That's changed quite a bit, though. You're right. Like business class was very expensive. First, because business is like, oh, whatever, it's cost of doing business. But now mm -hmm. where people don't have to travel as much oh, for work, yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes they do. But, you know, there, there was a Not time as often there was I've, I was talking to someone and like, oh, yeah, when I was working, I go to Chicago for day trips. I'd get on a plane impromptu in the morning. My boss would say, hey, I need you to get to Chicago today for this meeting. I jump on. The, I will go to LaGuardia, buy a ticket, 
with the card that the company gave me, get on the plane, go out, wow. have some food afterwards and fly home and be in bed. And like that shit doesn't work like that anymore. And yeah. companies are cutting back on their spending, especially travel spending. And uh, I, I have to assume that the prices would go down, but they don't seem to go down. It's not happening. 400, 500, five, I don't know. Matt would never do it. Matt's a weird dude who. Like he would never do it if you bought him a, a seat or he just wouldn't buy a seat. I mean, if I, if I paid for the upgrade, I'm sure he'd sit in the seat. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't want to split it is what I'm saying, where he pays for his and I pay for mine and I can't split the two. Right. And look, he's a, he's the kind of guy who lives in a house in the suburbs in Philadelphia. He moved down there. He's 35, 36 years old and uh he had his own apartment he's like i don't know i I just i just moved into the a room in someone's house and he lived on a cot for the longest time in a small brooklyn living room behind a curtain because the living room was still a place where people watch tv oh what he's he's not the kind of guy who's going to go for a first class seat decadence i'm surprised uh he was down with getting our own hotel rooms when we traveled Oh, and not sleeping in the same room. Yeah. I, I get older. Once I, <laughs> You're like, I don't want to share. I mean, I never wanted to share. No. I hated sharing rooms. Always. No, but uh, yeah, I think it's fair to say, look, I know it's more money. I don't give a shit. All right. You're done. I can tell you're distracted. I am distracted. I'm sorry. Man, I'm what's just Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> Okay, well, that's it then. That's all. That's all I've got. Did you ever see The Cell? The movie The Cell? No. That was really good. <laughs> you would like it. All right, maybe I'll watch it. I want to watch uh, that Dracula movie that's old with uh, that guy. The new one with Nick Cage? No. All right, that one's going to be fun. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, Bram Bram Stoker. Yeah, because the same designer did the uh, costuming for the cell. She's this Japanese lady. (laughs) All right, well, you took us back to movies. There you go. Thanks, everybody. Um, Tell your friends, like and subscribe, rate and review, follow us online. Get out there.